हेलो एवरीवन एंड वेलकम टू अवंतिका डिजाइनरिंग सीरीज और एडीएस एस वी लाइक टू कॉल इट एवरी वीक ऑन वेडनेसडे वी फीचर डिजाइन एंड टेक्नोलॉजी लीडर्स हु शेयर दर प्रोफेशनल जर्नी दर थॉट्स ऑन दर डोमेन ऑफ वर्क एंड डिजाइनरिंग वेर द वर्ल्ड ऑफ डिजाइन एंड इंजीनियरिंग मीट मेक श्योर यू फॉलोअर्स ऑन सोशल मीडिया इंस्टाग्राम लिंकड इन फेसबुक एंड ट्विटर एंड विद दैट लेट्स कंटिन्यू विद योर शो Developing your creative thinking skills is highly beneficial for any field of work. After all, every domain needs people that can come up with best solutions to the everyday problems that arise. And creativity is a critical solution to that. With creative thinking, your ideas are constantly evolving with each new attempt and each new insight. drawn from the users need at hand to understand the importance of creative thinking more deeply in this episode we interact with prabhat mahapatra design manager at adobe design lab with professional experience of around two decades in the design industry he holds his expertise in creative thinking product graphics and space design and that's why on our journey of discovering designering we talk to him about the cloud of creative thinking hello prabhat welcome to avantika designering podcast series it's a pleasure and honor to host you on our show today hi rohit uh, the pleasure is all mine thank you for inviting me great so let's start with our ice breaking question uh prabhat if you see it is very common in creative field where uh, you know one gets stuck in a situation or have a creative block in fact many people end up having self doubt as well my question is ha- one have you ever faced it and second if you have how do we train our mind to see things through different perspectives in such situations absolutely uh, who doesn't go through it uh, i feel it's a part of the creative process itself uh, stopping taking a hard close look at oneself at one's work of questioning what really matters to you uh, it's like when you are on a long road trip you need to take breaks stop and have some chai stretch for a while uh, i feel creative blocks are signs that you need to take one in your creative journeys what has worked for me is to step back from the work uh, indulge in things other than the project you are working on maybe take a walk listen to your favorite album your favorite podcast uh doodle read a book uh tend to your garden cook whatever allows you to create a mind space for having a conversation with yourself i found that some of my biggest bursts of creative growth are preceded by a long creative block so i say embrace it it's part of the creative journey wow interesting and uh, yeah uh, it's 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 a common phenomena as you rightly said and uh, you know for most of us i think taking a break from work uh, maybe taking external inspiration like reading a book doing something which is creative something that you enjoy helps us to get back in those um, uh, energetic moments as well in fact prabhat you've had an exciting journey 
you've done your formal education in industrial design, worked in product, graphic, as well as space design. You've had an uh, entrepreneurial background too, and now at Adobe. Can you take us through your professional uh, years of, of, of your life and how did all of this happen? Did you think through all of this? Did you stumble upon all of these? How have all of these years worked for you? Wow, a uh, very interesting question. Uh, makes me go back uh, to the times when uh, I was studying engineering. Uh, and I, I've, as a person, always believed uh, in a statement I read somewhere, uh, which says, make work play and you'll be playing all your life. And that really stuck with me. And uh, during my engineering, uh, I, I kept imagining my, my future uh, about the space I would be sitting and working in, what I'll be doing when I finally uh, graduate as an engineer, what industry do I join. Uh, and I've always uh, sketched uh, and, and been, been good at painting and, and drawing back from school days. So that's always been with me. And uh, during my final years of engineering, I, I started reading up on what after engineering, right? Uh, is it a master's? Uh, is it something else? And I happened to stumble across a couple of articles around industrial design, uh, statements like form follows function. And as I read more into it and uh, started understanding what design is and where can you study and, and learn more about design in India, reading up about institutes like uh, the National Institute of Design or the Industrial Design Center at IIT Bombay, that really got me excited. Uh, and, and, and I felt there was a natural connect between uh, me being able to sketch, tell a story, solve problems, and more importantly, be close to users. Uh, as a person, I have always loved uh, observing people, uh, how they go about doing it. I, I started doing that as a street photography. Uh, which moved into sketching. Uh, and uh, finally, I think I, I took this exam, which is called uh, the SEED, Common Entrance Exam in Design, uh, in my third year of engineering. Uh, I had not prepared anything, uh, and I just wanted to, you know, do a test run in my third year. Uh, usually how... Uh, uh, Indian students uh, grow up to be, you know, giving these pre-tests and trying to identify what to work on. And to my amazement, the score that I got was pretty high. And based on that, I applied to various IITs in my final year. Uh, and when I had come down to IIT Bombay for my interview at the Industrial Design Center, this was uh, during the monsoons. The IIT campus, uh, the Pawai campus is lovely during that time. Lake on one side, hills on one side. So I, I would say rather than thinking with my head, it was a decision uh, from the heart. Uh, I decided hey, this is where I want to spend the next two years of my life. And I got into product design at IDC. Uh, Post-IDC, I... Uh, 
was lucky uh, to find a company which had just moved from US and was starting uh, their uh, business in India. And the best part was uh, this company, which was called as IDEA back then. Uh, it is called Lumium uh, now, uh, dealt in patents. Uh, what we did was work with patent holders and gave them an opportunity to convert their patent documents into actual prototypes, engineered products. And uh, I love that job. Uh, we got to speak to so many inventors over the course of my, my time with the company, uh, have early morning calls. These were uh, inventors from, from US and all over the world. So that was my, my first job at IDEA. Uh, after spending some time at IDEA, uh, I wanted to do more than product. I wanted to understand what else is there in design. And that led me to co-found a, a small studio, which we lovingly called as Design Daku. Uh, at Noida, we moved back to uh, Noida and, and, and ran that. Uh, at Design Daku, we indulged ourselves with not just products, but took the products into packaging, packaging into retail spaces, exhibition design, and, and so forth. Uh, and it also gave me an opportunity to understand uh, business development uh, a bit. Uh, whether I liked it or not, uh, I had to sort of jump into it. And uh, along with uh, running Design Daku, I, I, I also used to uh, teach product design courses as visiting faculty uh, in Delhi. That startup we had to sort of uh, close down after a couple of years because of personal reasons. Uh, and uh, while I was still doing a, a lot of freelance work with my existing clients, uh, I, I got this strange call uh, one morning uh, from Adobe and uh, they had looked up my profile and wanted to speak to me about an opportunity. Till this time, uh, I had never done anything uh, which is termed as user experience design, right? Uh, for me, it was not anything different from what uh, we did in product or any other uh, form of design, understanding users, understanding their needs uh, and sort of designing accordingly, but nothing specific to UX or UI design. And uh, when I received that call, that was my, my, my first comment. Hey, uh, I, are you sure uh, you are reaching out to the right person? <laughs> Uh, but uh, as I spoke to others in the, the team, uh, the people who were uh, sort of interviewing towards the hiring, uh, I realized uh, Adobe at that point was looking for someone from the industry who could bring that experience back into the product. And as a designer, uh, we sort of grow, have grown with uh, apps from Adobe, right? Uh, they are the bread and butter. Uh, for the industry. And it, this was a chance to sort of look behind the curtains of these products and see how they are made and what goes into it. And also a, a chance to learn about uh, UI design. 
So I took the plunge. I was lucky uh, to be working on Adobe Illustrator as one of the designers. And uh, that was my uh, start at Adobe, uh, an amazing team, an amazing product, a lot of learning. And uh, after a, a couple of years of having dabbled uh, in Adobe Illustrator design, uh, I got this chance to sort of bring about a team together which looked at uh, emerging technologies uh, at Adobe and how they can be translated uh, into various solutions for our users. Uh, this team is called uh, the Design Lab, which I am currently heading. And uh, this has been my journey till now. Uh, uh, looking back, it feels like a blur, but uh, definitely enjoyed getting this question because it gave me the opportunity to sort of, you know, uh, look back at those fond memories. So, in fact, what's exciting, Prabhat, to know is you have a design lab at Adobe. And while I was speaking, uh, you know, a few episodes ago uh, with Ramesh, who is the director of design at Walmart, they also have uh, the design lab concept. The question that I asked him and the question that I have for you as well, why do you call these separately as design labs? Why aren't they just design department in your organization? And, uh, you know, a bunch of people or a team which works on it. Why, why are they carved out as a separate niche um, called as the design labs? So uh, to answer that question, uh, let me take you back to our thoughts when we decided to start uh, the design lab, uh, which in fact is a part of the, the design team within Adobe. It's just a small group uh, made out of designers who have worked with different products and uh, have uh, interests and, and, and backgrounds uh, in, in design and related fields. So Design Lab uh, was in fact started as an experimental space uh, allow, allowing for folks to sort of indulge in uh, some of their thoughts and uh, ideas beyond uh, the, the products that they have been uh, working on. Uh, and uh, that is the reason why uh, it had to be sort of created separately uh, because uh, like any other uh, bigger industry with, with design is uh, a team working with development. There is already a process, right? There is a release cycle and uh, we need to sort of uh, move through these cycles in a, a sort of well-oiled machinery, so to say. And uh, what we realized is uh, while, while going through these uh, cycles of releases, it uh, didn't allow for designers to sort of take a pause, uh, think, more openly about not just the product, but uh, the future of these products, right? 
and uh, when you are trying to imagine the future you need to sort of speculate the technologies the the social and and, and cultural uh, stories uh, in that future and and bring it back and uh, to be able to do that we wanted to create a separate space where we can have these critical uh, discussions uh, we can uh, bring these futures uh, into the present and identify various possible solutions and uh, the reason why we kept design lab as a separate entity uh, was so that uh, we are not trying to think of every technology uh, or every sort of speculated future as a means of a solution that goes into our softwares. We wanted to sort of create that distinction between uh, production uh, ready designs and the design process and, 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 and critical thinking. So that is the reason why uh, we created a separate group called Design Lab at Adobe and uh, though it's a separate group uh, we have people uh, coming in and, and sort of spending time in discussions uh, within a lab sort of space so think of it as being uh, this uh, space in your lives where we go to uh, when you want to have uh, deeper conversations with yourself uh, or, or with your work you enter that space you shut off all sort of noises around you and you enjoy that process uh, just for the sake of the process itself and and not having it, uh, anything to weigh you down in terms of uh, production and releases and all the business terms so that is the reason why uh, design lab uh, is a slightly separate space from the usual adobe design team but that's exciting and um, i'm sure that um, i'm taking this as an invitation to come down sometime and see the lab in um, in, in in real physical space uh, and i'm sure some of our listeners may also receive that opportunity uh, possibly definitely definitely i think we are we are all looking forward to this new year to uh, to be able to sort of go back uh, and and sort of meet each other and have those discussions in person around uh, a, a a table instead of video calls and uh, and and stuff so absolutely uh, you're more than welcome to sort of reach out to me and uh, we can have more discussions around this in fact, one of the things, Prabhat, that you've mentioned in terms of things that you like, you're usually found sketching away thoughts in your sketchbook or doodling in your head while even attending meetings. Does this process actually help with new ideas or structuring your thoughts? How, how does it really help you? I, I use my sketchbook as a means of having a conversation with myself. Uh when i'm sketching be it during a meeting or out on the streets uh, i feel i'm not just listening or watching what's going on but also breaking it down into what i'm feeling uh, some people might see such folks as being distracted but i've realized it's the opposite 
uh, it allows me to take notes and build up on my thoughts at the same time. Uh, and definitely in case the meeting was in fact non-productive, I at least have a sketch at the end of it. Hey, did you know more than 8 billion electronic and digital signature transactions were processed through Adobe Document Cloud in the past year? The majority of Fortune 100 companies rely on Adobe Sign for Fast Secure e-signatures. And in turn, every 1 million Adobe Sign transactions save 105 million liters of water, 31,000 trees, and the equivalent of taking 2,300 cars off the road for a year, plus reducing the cost by more than $7.2 million. That's a very interesting way of looking at it. It, uh, you know, saying that, hey, it's it's an exciting means for me to interact with myself and uh, further leading to structuring your thoughts. In fact, one of the other things that you mentioned uh, very candidly is that you prefer to be learning from all the awesome folks you work with. My question is, can you share some of your learning experiences, uh, you know, with our with our listeners? Uh, with with these people who whom you work with, people who've impacted your journey, and what have you learned from them? Would you like to quote few of them? First of all, I'm so grateful to be working with such amazing beings around me. I believe a strong team is always a sum of its parts, uh, and these parts could be made of folks having different personal strengths, stories, individualities. But I've also realized that. Teams don't need to be just the people you work with. Uh, it could be the stranger you have spoken with just once, uh, the person who brought you tea at the stall, or even your close ones. I would like to think that everyone I have met at any point in my life, high or low, has added to me, uh, to my growth as a creative, but more importantly, as a human. Okay, and would you want to specify any um, any specific individuals uh, with with our listeners who've impacted your journey, and what have you learned from them? I think the first person that comes to my mind uh, would be uh, Jadeep Jadeep Datta, uh, who I believe you have also spoken to on your uh, podcast. Absolutely, he was one of our guests. Yes, so uh, he was actually the, the person who brought me into Adobe uh, when I myself wasn't very sure whether I, I, I fit the role. Uh, I think he, he encouraged me and, and made me look at what I had to offer to this role uh, beyond just the design skills uh, and, and bring myself uh, fully into this role. Along with Jadeep, uh, I had the opportunity to, to work with uh, Sridhar uh, Ranganathan, who was the lead designer uh, at Adobe uh, when I joined. Uh, it was from Sridhar that uh, I, I learned the, the nuts and bolts of uh, how to go about uh, thinking and, and, and designing uh, for uh, user experience within our apps. Uh, how to bring the learning from product and industrial design uh, back into uh, the, the softwares that we are looking at. Uh, so Sridhar was uh, 
one along with that uh, i would say uh, the current team that i have uh, 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 which is called the design lab we have some amazing folks uh, from uh, new media design at national uh, institute of design uh, we have people from uh, mit media labs uh, along with that we have great program managers and i i feel every day uh, while at work I, I get to learn new things from each of these individuals and that's what makes this place such an exciting uh, workplace for me you know you look forward to uh, learning uh, something which these people are so passionate about uh, they bring back uh, articles they bring back videos they bring back conversations we have a lot of debates there's a lot of critical thinking going about uh, at uh, labs and uh, that is why i feel i'm quite blessed to be around such people and getting to learn from them wow that's really exciting uh, to know and and it's always amazing to reflect back on people from whom you've learned and people who've shaped your professional journey in fact moving to my next question uh, prabhat one of the challenges uh, that we see around is expressing oneself um, storytelling uh, definitely goes out and makes that entire uh, aspect very uh, easy we would like you to share with our listeners how storytelling has helped you throughout your design journey i feel everyone doesn't need to tell stories the same way uh, that would be a pretty boring world right so uh, some people tell their stories through words uh, some through uh, animation uh, some through sketches uh, for me it's been uh, drawing uh, sketching uh i enjoy using uh design problems uh as a subject for sketching in free time uh which in turn allows me to explore the problem in a more fun involved manner uh it allows me to explore different possibilities in my head have a conversation with myself uh and finally allow me to create a narrative for the listeners uh it's almost like storyboarding so to say uh having uh the main characters uh, creating an environment in which your design problem sits what is each character doing and for everyone they need to identify their own mediums of storytelling uh for me uh it has been sketching uh but for uh, you it might be uh talking to different people uh getting to learn from uh, what they have to say and build upon that so that is how i i feel storytelling uh has uh, helped me uh sort of uh grow as a designer and as a creative prabhat you had the design lab at adobe um a team that explores emerging technologies and their potential to enable new opportunities in creative thinking and expression my question is what is the work that's done at adobe design lab what what do you guys exactly do at this lab separately so uh, at the adobe design lab uh, we often work through design led research uh, speculative design projects 
art installations and creative workshops to enable experiences between people and digital systems, as well as new forms of creative expression. At an Uber level, we see technologies as design materials uh, as we work by understanding their properties and sometimes even imagining new properties for these materials. The technologies that we explore are situated in a fluid and emergent landscape and therefore our processes constantly evolve in response to the material that we are designing with. Uh, so uh, in short, at Design Labs, we design tools that amplify the world's ability to create and communicate. Prabhat, innovation is a crucial requirement for any business in today's world. It offers an opportunity to differentiate yourself from the competition. And as the saying goes, it's not about the ideas, it's about making ideas happen. My question is, what trajectory should designers follow to take their ideas to the next level? I think this is the best time for designers uh, to be able to see their ideas out there in the world. We have so many opportunities like sites like Kickstarter, right, which which allow you to not wait for uh, somebody to give an approval to your idea. And uh, it is so easy uh, with social networks to connect with the right folks who associate themselves with your idea, who add to your idea and can make it happen. So I would say uh, as designers, uh, we should make use of this opportunity that exists today. Try and, and collaborate with people, uh, not just within our own companies or within our own groups, uh, but we can definitely reach out to anybody across the world and, and work on a project. So uh, my suggestion uh, would be to not wait for an approval, uh, go out there and sort of make it happen. Interesting. In fact, uh, it's the execution that is absolutely important. And um, as, as the saying said, that making ideas happen. So ideation is one process, but you know, going out and executing those ideas is equally important. Moving to my next one, uh, you know, from, from the domain that you operate in, Prabhat, Creative thinking is the process of nurturing your imagination, allowing you to think out of the box. When it comes to creativity, one of the biggest concerns is usually how we can be more creative or come up with better ideas. My question is, why is creative thinking essential and how designers can boost their creative thinking? A simple solution that we try at Design Labs is to re-term creative thinking as creatively thinking. Uh, thinking is a process and uh, solutions can vary based on uh, how you are thinking, what mind space you are in. So uh, what we try to do at Design Lab is try using different mediums of conversation, of brainstorming, creating stories, adding randomization to the process. 
because at the end of it, design is about the process itself. So find interesting ways of going through that process and uh, you would have interesting solutions at the end of the journey. Hey, did you know over 90% of the world's creative professionals use Adobe Photoshop? Behance, Adobe's online creative community has over 24 million members. Creatives worldwide use Behance to showcase work and find inspiration. Wow, that's that's very well put in terms of how can you actually think through in, in, in terms of coming up with newer ideas and, and, and start thinking about the box. Companies are in constant pursuit of building simple and usable products and more features, say new technologies and advanced capabilities, but still in lightweight and simple to use format. More often than not, making it simple is the hardest thing there can be. What's your definition of simplicity and how do you apply it to product designing? I I believe simplicity or minimalism uh, in in design uh, is a bit overused. uh, And there is a very fine line between making something simple and oversimplifying things. I think uh, as designers, our, our, our focus should be about, is it simple enough for uh, the end user? Uh, or are we even looking at the right set of end users? Uh, more often, uh, we, we get into a rut of a design process we design something, uh, validate it with a, a couple of users. Uh, they either say a yes or a no, and we come back to the drawing board or move over to uh, the development process. I think that needs to sort of change uh, with how the technology is changing, uh, of how the, the, the prototyping capabilities are changing across the, the industry, of how open the term design is becoming within the industry itself. Uh, We need to uh, relook at asking the right questions and uh, not just uh, focusing on uh, providing simple solutions. I think uh, the questions need to be uh, complex uh, and only then they would lead to uh, simple solutions. I I keep asking uh, the the folks around me, hey, uh, it is okay to sort of uh, validate your solution with uh, the actual user uh, that you are looking at uh, for the apps from the data that you have uh, received from uh, research. Uh, but did you try showing this to your parents? Uh, how, how did they find the solution? Did they even understand the solution? Maybe that security person is the best user to, to break any bias that you might have for your solutions, right? So uh, I would say uh, our, our definition of uh, uh, design and how we approach it needs to sort of change. Uh, we need to sort of open ourselves to uh, more critical thinking. 
the the design needs to be first usable instead of just uh, sort of simple and uh, based on the product uh, based uh, on on uh, who and what you are designing for you you need to sort of walk that wire between uh, making something simple and uh, making something over simplified uh, to the point that it not being uh, you know useful to a, a user who's looking for maybe a, a, a complex piece of equipment uh, to uh, design with it's like uh, designing a cockpit of a plane right uh, yes you can make it simple uh but uh, you also need to sort of balance it out with uh, having uh, just the right uh, technology and and the right usefulness associated with your solutions interesting in fact while you were talking about the approach to design my next question uh, you know is, is 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 based on that in fact integrating a culture of continuous experimentation into the product design processes essential for elevating the user experience and boosting a company's bottom line it builds a variety of solutions to determine which one works best quickly could you explain deeply what experimental product design is and how to improve user experience through experimental product design so experimental product design uh, i would say is uh, more about experimental process design uh, it is uh, as the uh, the word exists experimental right uh, it needs to be built into the the culture uh, of uh, the team who is designing we need to allow for uh, thinking crazy we need to allow for failing often uh, we need to uh, build a space for having critical discussions uh, instead of just trying to solve a problem or or directly sort of porting a technology into a design solution and that is what i understand from experimental product design it is more about the space the conversations uh, the the learning uh, rather than the the final uh, design itself design and innovation had received new attention over last few decades prabhat uh, however not primarily in the sense of making things aesthetically more appealing making devices smarter or more innovative but rather as a means and as a tool for creating sustainable futures by bringing forth innovations the question that i have and and the angle that i need to move towards is what is the role of technology in design and innovation how's that changing because at the end of the day i see adobe is a technology company and while you are talking about design and creativity how's how's technology shaping all of this is what i want to know so technology and designs uh, have been used as different words for a long time one coming after another in the past either it was technology first and a solution was designed around it or we came up with a design 
problem uh, 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 user need and uh, identify technologies that could enable us to solve that problem but the way things are looking now uh, with how fast and blurred uh, this uh, difference between technology prototyping uh, engineering development design ideation uh, is happening we at design labs uh, have started thinking of technology not as a separate task which follows uh, design or comes before it but has to go alongside i think uh, technology needs to be looked at as a new tool that designers can use in their design process it has become so easy uh, these days to uh, learn about new technologies try them out uh, by by yourself and more importantly be able to play around with it and uh, that in itself allows for more ideas uh, of how you can use this technology in a more fun useful manner for our users so instead of sort of looking at design and technology differently i i i think designers should embrace uh, thinking uh talking uh ideating uh with technologies at the back of their uh heads uh and sort of building on top of that prabhat that at avantika university we coined this term designering which is the blended approach of design and engineering and while you had the design lab at adobe where do you think both these worlds meet and do you think it's a relevant philosophy to coach the future talent on absolutely 100% for us as design labs design and technology are indistinguishable i feel we can no longer look at one without the other as much as technology affects the users the user should be able to define the role that technology plays in our lives now and in the future we need to be mindful of how our products and the technologies they use define how the creatives of tomorrow are going to create and think so i really love uh, the word designering that you guys have uh, come up with thank you thank you prabhat so much for validating this and sharing your thoughts and journey with us on our show it was a pleasure hosting you on our show and i'm sure that our listeners will have a lot of learning from this conversation thank you rohit again for inviting me it was a pleasure uh, to sort of go back into fond memories and and bring back those thoughts to you and the listeners thank you so much Hey there we hope you enjoyed our show do write to us on ads@avantika.edu.in we look forward to your opinions feedbacks and suggestions of speakers you would like us to host on this show do tune in our channel next week on wednesday for a new story on hub hopper or wherever you get your podcast from
Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.